Hey there, folks. Uh, this is Drew. Um, you're about to listen to episode four. Uh, we ended up splitting a recording session that also um, had our Core 2021 review into two different episodes. So this is uh, our jumpstart review. Without further ado, uh, I'm not excited about, uh, <laughs> in just a general <laughs> sense, um, is uh, another set that is coming out, kind of accompanying Corset 2021, but not legal sort of. in standard. Yeah. It's legal in historic, but only some of them because they took out like 20 of the cards from Arena. So yeah. you'll get ones in paper that aren't legal in Arena. Mm-hmm. I don't know about any of that. But Jumpstart is a thing. And let me give a quick rundown as to what Jumpstart is. Uh, Jumpstart, if you were to buy a booster box, Mm-hmm. And this was supposed to be um, priced um, like a normal booster box is, about 100 bucks. But as of recording right now... Yeah, what can it be like literally booster boxes. Um, <laughs> searching on Amazon, I'm getting a lot of things to fix. Motor vehicles. Because... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh okay well i'm trying to find jumpstart booster boxes on amazon but they are not there anymore. uh card kingdom has them. them for uh card kingdom as a source has them for 125 right now 125 so a little bit more than a um standard uh mm-hmm. booster box and with also 12 less booster packs but technically each booster pack will come with more cards but also, at the same time, seven of those cards are lands. So uh-huh. therefore, you're getting 13 non-lands, which is technically one less than a regular uh-huh. booster pack. So, but whatever. So I think, I, think like, I want to I lead, I, because I really want there to be in the audiences, because I, I'm not going to bear the lead here. Our, our general take on this, I think, is pretty universally pretty negative. But Jumpstart exists as a set as essentially a booster box of magic the gathering cards Mm -hmm. that you can buy off the shelf and immediately play it has a fairly unique within the world of magic structure in that there's no uh draft mechanic to it really or at least there's not the standard one and there's not a uh, deck building mechanic in the same way because the intent is for you to take two packs of cards um either at random or i think the spirit of it is that you get to know what the theme of them is and then you go from there but you then shuffle up those two packs and then you just play from there you don't know what is in the pack until you open it now now daniel you brought up uh and so that's kind of it's a so it's a bit more casual of a way to set $125 on fire. Now, Daniel and Josh, um, all three of us have played, and I imagine a lot of the listeners in the audience have played the game Smash Up, which Mm -hmm. has Uh this exact same mechanic to it of taking two Uh decks that have themes and shuffling them together to make a unique deck for play. Now, um, Keyforge also has a similar thing where you buy it off the shelf and you immediately play it. It has a similar kind of vibe to it. Now, I have not looked, but let's say in a in a let's say if you were to use this and you weren't to do because I think the intention is you get four packs, you choose two of those four and then you play with that. But let's say you're hyper into efficiency and you buy a box of Jumpstart for $125. It contains 24 packs. You split that into 12 decks that you would play with. So you get 12 decks of this kind of game type for $125. Now, if I were to go onto Amazon.com and I were to search for the game Smash Up, which the base set of that contains, I'm going to guess, eight? Ten, I, I think. Ten. It contains, so it contains two fewer. That would cost me $27. Now, I think we can already see the giant pulsating problem with this. Now, now you can play the cards that you get in jumpstart in other formats like commander legacy. Like I think in just those two. So they, they have play in a game that has more options that cause smash up. You can only play smash up with. I will concede that is a 
that is a negative to smash up in this head-to-head comparison here <laughs> but just from a value thing like if this, if this is the kind of play that you're interested in doing i can't think of a reason why you would go to jumpstart over this other cheaper and better option like well, i just can't. let me let me put it let me add this little caveat before we get mm-hmm. too big into just railing on Jumpstart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. we already are a little bit, and that might yeah. be unfair. I, If yeah. I end up coming into a little bit of money, I might end up getting a box just because me and my wife like to we do drafty things, and mm-hmm. we're going to see maybe, maybe this is a lot better than I'm giving it credit for. Although mm-hmm. looking at the lists, I don't think so. But um, so let's <laughs> but let's just think for a second about mm-hmm. the claims here. And this I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of the some of the bigger magic people saying, "Oh, Jumpstart is great for reprints because it is priced like a normal set, and it is not too far priced from a normal set." I'll give it that. It is about mm-hmm. twenty five dollars more for mm-hmm. twelve packs less. So therefore, with that in mind, right. not not really. Not quite when you think about it that way, it's but not, I do see yeah. kind of where you're coming from. It's it, it gives, you, like a, it gives yeah. you all the lands like, you need. It does give you all the lands you need, and it gives you one. I'm God. Yeah, we're, we're already dipping our toes into this, and this is the thing that gets me heated. They're, one of the coolest things is is they have all these different themes, and to match that, they've commissioned art with very unique, a little bit more cartoony, a little bit more fun than a typical magic set goes in its artwork. They mm-hmm. have commissioned art for the basic lands that ties into those themes. And that's really sick. And like Daniel mentioned, each pack of this, you get seven lands in it. Mm. Um, I, I, th- I think you get eight. One of them is a special type of land and the other ones are all basics. Here's the issue. I opened up a pack of Jumpstart today and it contained one art that had like this really cool... The one that I got is a bad example because it was not very exciting. But what did you get? Like a minions had, it, pack. It was the it was the doctor one. It was the life gain one, and so it just had like a oh. planes with some white wisps oh. going through it. But I got one of the new unique arts. That I was like, okay, that's pretty. That's pretty evocative. And then I got six arts that are oh. reprinted old art. So no. which what, oh, yes. which one? And which so, one? I got it was the doctor one. It was the um. It was the. It has like a generic planes and it has like white wisps going through it. Here's an issue with that. Now in Jumpstart, if I if I'm building and I'm like, oh, I want to combine this doctor deck with like this zombie deck. A lot of it's like that kind of evocative thing, and that's again, I I'm gonna keep doing it. Uh, but it's like this comparison to uh to Smash Up. Mm-hmm. Every card in a deck uh. of Smash Up is very on flavor for what its theme is. And for one out of the eight lands, that is also true for Magic the Gathering Jumpstart. Mm -hmm. But for seven out of the eight lands, it is demonstrably not that. So it is now less cohesive aesthetically. And that's a decision... That's the thing I actually didn't know, because I... Because I actually just genuinely thought they would have used the same one fancy art throughout the whole thing. Um, Real quick, and Mm -hmm. extra props to you if... Uh, you don't think it's just a drive up value for the fancy lands. Why do you think they only did one of the fancy ones in the, in the themed packs? I can not. So th- <laughs> this, this is a thing that I also ran into when I bought a box of unsanctioned, um, which, which continue, oh, yes. which continued a theme <laughs> of the quote unquote unsets of magic cards where it had these really cool, border or like expanded border full art basic lands the issue there is in each of the five decks that it came with they contained i believe a total of 12 or 14 basic lands now granted in the in unsanctioned all 14 lands were unique art but 12 of them were in the same basic art frame and then you got one full art and one foil full art of each of the lands now i can not the I cannot think of a reason that doesn't also then require me to be like mean to wizards. And currently I'm only being mean to their product uh, <laughs> for why you oh. would for why you would go out of your way to commission themed art for the basic lands to tie into these deck archetypes for this unique mm-hmm. thing. 
and mm. not go all in on that because it's Aww. to dip your toe into that from a from a game design company perspective is essentially to go all the way in on it because it's not as though you can tell a commissioned painter artist like oh hey we need you to do this entire canvas painting for this game that we're going to sell and make money from but we're only going to use it in one out of eight of the land so we're only going to pay you an eighth of the pr-. that's not how that Duh. works so no. it's wizards had to take on the same level uh, again i don't know this i don't know the numbers but from a logistical perspective from at least as much as i can logic it out wizards pays the same to an artist no matter how much it's gonna print an art for especially for a basic land and so i cannot fathom a a good reason why they are giving you one of it and then six of these generic reprint lands yeah. that does not make sense and granted it's well, a absolute oh. nitpicky thing to 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 like hit on i on but i just do not understand it at all well, it's like, it does it, not it make any sense to me it wouldn't matter to them if in like the secondary market these special basic lands went up in price so then it's yeah. like it wasn't decided so that people would buy more boxes of jumpstart just to get more of these nice looking in- basic lands and that's the that's the other flip side of it because like for for unsanctioned that I mentioned earlier these full art some foil uh-huh. basic land arts those are very chase even in times when they have printed those into like a standard set those have been very chase because like like myself I really enjoy running full art basic lands and an unsanctioned because I I know for a fact that every box of unsanctioned that I buy I get two of each basic land in that full art I can. I can be swayed into making the very poor financial decision of buying unsanctioned boxes to get out of them a known set amount of a certain art print. But if that is the intention by having them be a limited quantity in a box of jumpstart to set to, to encourage people to buy more boxes of it to then get the art they want. I have no guarantee that I'm going to get any of the arts that I'm interested in because there's so much variance in the different themes and in the unique basic land art that is in the jumpstart set that it's a crapshoot a hundred percent of the time. If you're going into it for like a, I mean, for even a, like a chase rare that's in, you know, in the good reprint slot in the set, let alone something as relatively unimportant as a pretty neat flavorful <laughs> basic land art. And like for a game that is a a collectible card game, I think that a lot of its players really value the fact that you can personalize your deck. Mm-hmm. Basic, like unique basic land art is such a freebie to give players that thing because like it's i will play any garbage if all of my lands match i can feel like my (laughs) deck is whatever i want it to be and that seems like such an easy call to just have them all be the same art so maybe um, boggling maybe they maybe they just uh they just goofed maybe Maybe they messed up. <laughs> Whoops. That is true. Yeah, they, they might just. Have made um... Okay, well, let's try to <laughs> rope it back around a little bit here. Okay, yes, so the yes, idea yes. is you get the two packs, you shuffle them together, and you make the deck. And I will mm-hmm. say this in some instances, in most of these things, there is a little bit of a game after the game where you can be like, oh, okay, this theme sucks. This theme sucks. <laughs> I know the better cats. So you could technically take your 24 packs, you know, be like, oh, this is minions, this is whatever, save those different ones, and you can Mm -hmm. just do jumpstart later and make modifications to it. Do I think anyone is realistically going to do that? I will give you three people at the most that would actually do that. And it's the people who are like, oh, I have all the vanguards. I have like the Theros fight the dragon head thing. I have every possible magic alternative variant yeah say their names yeah, say the names of the three who are they <laughs> call them um, out <laughs> murdoch vandernack yeah. and mm. his two brothers the vandernack twins <laughs> oh. them. okay so now the jumpstart jumpstart is doing a thing and this is what people keep yelling about um mm-hmm. about how everyone's excited for um the reprints they say oh the reprints are so yeah. good in a jumpstart Barring the fact that, um, you know, uh, the packs are randomized, but they're also the same for some of the different pack things you get. Like, the themes yeah. will have the same cards. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's not like it's not like you know you open up a booster pack and it's like oh this one has the crater hoof behemoth in it and and or it could or it might if you open it and you see that you have the minion pack you pretty much know at the start it's like okay that was a garbage pack or if you have the doctor <laughs> pack i don't think there's a good doctor let's talk no. a little bit uh-uh. about some of the reprints and we'll figure out like rise of the dark realms is a pretty good one yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and i actually think it's part of the of the um zombie one and i think that's the one of the common packs you could get so you have a pretty uh-huh. high likelihood of opening that um yep, yep, oh wait yep. no it isn't it's the reanimate pack i'm sorry oh, that, that one i think is a rare i think that one is a rare pack so your yeah, odds of getting that with the, not very high is that the same one that has frexian reclamation uh it, it might be huh which is but not with all shallow. of that said with all these mm-hmm. reprints they do have ristic study and they do have maelstrom archangel and they do have um crater hoof behemoth um uh, maelstrom archangel and ristic study were both just printed in mystery booster and that thing is much more fun to play um and also didn't <laughs> upshift the rarity uh, for every mystery booster pack, you are guaranteed two blue cards from the thing. So it is possible that you could open a whole plethora of of Ristic studies within a mystery booster. Yeah. You don't have to mm-hmm. hope to get the library one. Um, yeah. So a lot of, or a fair amount of the really good reprints in Jumpstart have already just been reprinted, um, mm-hmm. which which is good. It means that it will double drive down the prices of some of these big boys. Yeah. But let's, yeah. let's think about, like, one of the real big gets is Crater Hoof Behemoth. How much yeah. you, was that card going for, though, you think? Um, Crater Hoof, I think, I in, uh, with, it being, with it being printed in the Innistrad block and then also in, a, I believe, one Master Set, I believe its price was hovering around the $40 to $50 range. It was hovering around the $40 to, to $50 range. And, yeah. I, and Exquisite Blood, I think, was hovering around $30 to $40. That is yep. true. Um mm-hmm. And I think that uh, Shouldered is actually not that expensive. Shouldered is not that bad. Um, Rise yeah. of the Dark Realms is, was probably up to 30. Um, Grim Tutor? Grim Tutor, Grim was, Tutor was about $185. And it's in the 36 <laughs> booster pack corset for 100 bucks. Yep. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like you so, can just get you sell one Grim Tutor. Well, you can't sell one of the the new ones now because now they're like twenty five dollars. But you yeah, gotta think one, of yeah. it that way. It's yeah. just it's just you're putting these here, and you just drove down this thing that probably made a lot of investors very 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 mad. In the, in the secondary market, sure. I think what it comes down to. I think the one of the biggest things here, so Wizards has, at least in their public-facing statements, has said a lot regarding reprints uh, in general, um, has said that it's it's not about just reprinting cards that are desired just kind of everywhere. It's finding, the right, finding a spot that's got a good fit for them. Grim Tutor, being a generic tutor effect, can feasibly kind of fit into any set if they want to have tutoring in that set. Mm-hmm. A yeah. specific card... Like, I mean, let me use a bad example first, but like Azusa, Lost But Seeking. Like a specific singular card that is getting uh, clamored for reprints is Trickier because you need a set that accommodates its unique card effect. Granted, both of those cards I just mentioned are in Core 21. Yes. I think I think <laughs> at the end of the day, I think that bothers me. I think that bothers me with Jumpstart is that... I, as someone who plays Magic as my primary, like, game hobby, I like how versatile, as a as a game with a, with a consistent central set of rules, I like how versatile the game of Magic is. Like Daniel mentioned earlier, like, we play Commander, but that's, uh, Commander is a format, and that's just in, like, some of the most popular, recognized formats, whether that be Commander, Standard, Historic, uh popper modern legacy vintage etc those games are they all play mechanically the same they have their own kind of weird things to it magic also has planes chase and arch enemy and vanguard it has it's one core game that you can use and you can play in all these things and that's the thing that i alluded to being a strength of magic over smash up that i use like as a point of comparison Mm -hmm. but i do not get why as a alternate gameplay style product jumpstart exists 
I that, don't that's see. What I was, and that's a perfect segue. I was about to ask, who is this for? Because who is we've this already for? said, Corset 2021, 36 packs, $100, mm-hmm. maybe 109 depending on where you're going. Or yeah. like if the buy a box is ridiculous, oh. you know, like yeah. when Nexus was around, regular boxes were like 130 to 140 mm-hmm. because Nexus. Um, but um, who, yeah, who is maybe, because hey, the, the reprints hey. are for people who really, really like the, the big fancy ones. These are people who are like, oh, I need this for my commander deck because nobody's playing Rise of the Dark Realms in modern. Um, no. Because they're not. And, and and so, That's... but do you think that this game that is about getting rid of the deck building aspect and getting rid of the of the the draft aspect that just seems not I, magic yeah? To I was me. gonna say I I think this is yeah. I think the product is entirely for people who don't know how to draft. I think I think there were yeah, people saying don't draft. I don't get it. I don't get how to. What do you you pass to the left or the right? I. No, and I think this is for people who want to open packs and play the game. But do you think those people are going to spend the extra money to do that instead of just well, building uh, a hey, deck and playing something is, else? This It's for people too stupid to learn how to draft, so they're probably <laughs> also too stupid to not spend too much money on not enough product. And so, and so, like that's a, I mean, that's a bit more mean to people than I would have been, but that's that's kind of it a was thing harsh. It was purposely harsh. It was a tad bit harsh. Like here's the thing, though. So you have like ingrained players who are gonna actually who are going to appreciate the high dollar value cards that are in this set. Be they a lot? I mean, I'm looking at the top ten. All of the highest value cards in this set are new cards. They're not even reprints. But like, oh yeah, no, gonna... that's another thing. Is that they're kind of doing the thing that they did with like. Um, you know, because I think Ava Titan of Growth, or which is the one from the the Game Night box, that's like the trampling enters the battlefield, veteran explorer effect, go search two lands, put them into play. Like oh, Avatar Growth. It. Yeah, Avatar Growth. These cards are are strong, but they go for a lot of money because they keep putting them in products. But it's yeah. the, the, the people, people don't admit is like is for the uh, is as a set to be a vehicle for a lot of reprints, which it does just in sheer number have a lot of reprints that people want. The people who are going to appreciate that are going to be are going to be people who have been playing enough magic to go like, man, I really want a Ristic study and I really want to not spend twenty dollars on a common. And they are going to look at this set. They're going to see that it's one hundred twenty five dollars to get a complete crapshoot to get any given card and we're i'm just gonna wait for the price on a single to go down if this set even does that i'm gonna buy it as a single because it does not like as a play experience entrenched players either play constructed formats or one of the unique things to magic as the game is the draft format that is the thing that you basically get in magic and sushi go and so like (laughs) so what what did you say, <laughs> Drew? What did you just say? There's a game. There's a game called Sushi Go, which is a game that has that drafts like Magic does. Uh, but oh. it's like I am just going to look at the that? cards value. No, it's just in case right, we have other game hobbyists in the chat. Uh, and so it's I'm going to look at the value of a single card, and I'm just going to buy that single. Like I'm not going to because there are they, like and Daniel mentioned Mystery Booster. There are like 400 cards in this set. So it's not as though I have a decent chance of pulling any given rare, any given mythic in a box because there are so many that the if I'm if I'm buying a box with the hope of pulling like a chase card, I'm just not realistically going to do that. And people who are trying to get into magic this is a horrible way to do that. I would argue that Planeswalker decks are a better way to do that. And those are awful. Hold on. If these people played this and they think this is magic, I think they'll have a good time. I I think if they start with this and ever try to move on to something else, they're like, what do you mean? Not 40. Wait, what do you mean? Deck build? What yeah. do you mean yeah. rotations and instead what is a what you Somebody mean just like hand me several the cards. thousands of cards? Where, where are just the cards I use? A commander deck is a hundred cards, so I just need to take 
like what five of my twenty card stacks over here and shuffle them. They together. just shuffle them up, <laughs> and, that, and like that's the thing. Like it's and as a commander player, like a lot of these, a lot of the legendary creatures in here, I'm like these are really cool. These are cool build arounds. But Jesus Christ, I'm not gonna spend fifty five dollars for tiny bones trinket thief. It's just oh. not a thing. Oh, that, can we talk that, about um? Can we talk about cards we like since um? <laughs> said it. Yeah, we'll um, we'll make it. We'll make it. We'll make it quick. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. But then, then, yeah, oh, that's okay. the biggest thing. It's just it's. I don't think it's for new players. I don't think it's appealing to like other than it's just like oh that's kind of a neat thing to try to do. But yeah, I feel it's like, like it was created for enfranchised players to play specifically a thing that is not magic. Mm-hmm. And and it's, I'm okay yeah. with magic like stretching out and doing stuff. Ooh, the thing that really makes me maybe. angry is they're like, we wanted to have this be accessible, and so we're charging 120. Well, they're not charging <laughs> anything because they got rid of MSRP. But this is a 24 <laughs> booster pack pack of, here of one less than a regular booster pack has. Maybe jumpstart or no no whoops maybe smash up was uh, on its way to taking Magic the Gathering down. <laughs> they had to take drastic action against Smash those, those, Up to really... Um... Those two are neck and neck always. Here's, yeah. the, here's the thing I do want to bring up in, in a, a... I don't think this is a full-hearted effort, but in an effort to argue for Jumpstart, the three of us play Commander. We also, with the exception of Unsanctioned, which I bought just to get some legendary... Just I wasted cards. $40. Um... <laughs> The lands are pretty. We have, with the release of Unstable, we did buy booster boxes of Unstable to draft. Now, once we were done with that draft experience with the Unset, which is not commander legal or legal anywhere, those cards essentially exist in a collection unless you have a group that you can convince to let you play with them. And even then, that is usually, because I think a lot of play groups like this, that's usually restricted to like you have one deck that gets to have those cards in it. Now, if you look at it in that through that lens, you basically paid the price of the box to have the fun experience of opening it out of the box and then to kind of just either donate them is the charitable thing, throw them away, and take the one land per pack that you wanted to keep. What is the difference between the unsets in that perspective and Jumpstart? Where you would I buy the box, my main thing play it, is that jump but you get to play the cards and Jumpstart. They are blackboarded. You get to play them. Yeah, you get to so, have them. You get to have them. I guess here's my issue is that mm-hmm. Jumpstart is not offering anything new. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense that there are no mechanics here that have not been seen before. There's mm-hmm. nothing yeah. is breaking the mold. Yeah, Naya of the Dire Hunt lets you draw a card if a creature you have fights. That's just drawn when you fight. I think that there are fight spells that you play that's like target creature you control fights another target creature and opponent controls, draw a card. This this yeah. isn't a new thing. And as Mark Rosewater has said a lot of times he says that sometimes the unsets attempt things that they want to make black border. It's, it's almost presented as a pseudo kind of, um, uh, what like would a future you call it? Planar, planar, kind of planar, like a, planar, like planar chaos, planar future chaos, future kind of thing. Oh so yeah. I think as an, as for, as a four enfranchised players product. Yeah. Like for people who just are like interested in magic in that regard, you know, you're not getting any like commanders or whatever, except for the fact that a lot of playgroups allow uncommanders and they do really cool things. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that just happens. And so there's a lot of cards that are still used, but yeah. that is not legal. Um, mm-hmm. But in addition to the fancy lands, um, it's 36 booster packs. And I'm pretty sure that on average, the boxes, because none of the stuff was legal except, like, the lands, went for, like, 85 at the start and then dropped down to, like, 75 to 60. Like, mm-hmm. when it was at yeah. its peak because people were buying it like crazy. It, it was it was pretty cheap, all things considered, to, for a draft yeah. set. It's 36 yeah. packs. And so, yeah, so, like, the, the trade-off there, then, is for an enfranchised player, because I, I feel like the commander play group that drafts unsets is the target is the actual target uh audience 
target customer for this set as well. And so you have to then trade off the, you don't get, you get new cards, but you don't get the novelty of mechanics that you do get with an unset. But what you get in exchange for that is cards that you can always play in every format. And I'm just not excited enough by the play experience of that yeah, it's, to care. Because people well, want you know, these cards. People want these cards yeah. for certain. But but I do not want to play this. I, I want to have well, these cards. I don't want to Well, maybe, it. okay, here's, here's another theory. Maybe, maybe, they just finally, they finally, there was enough push. They knew that hounds needed to be dogs, um, but they just couldn't find a good way to do it. it ha- this was the, the only way. But that, that change came out. with the corset change. Oh, did it? Oh, oh. Yeah, did corset is, is. Oh, whoops. Yeah, oh. dogs are hounds here. The, the uh, BioBox hmm. promo for Corset 2020 is a cat dog. Yeah. Right. No, right, 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 right. Is okay. Like, is we get we get mm. a lot of we get a lot of commanders that are commanders for like mechanics and certain decks that people have tried to build that didn't have commanders before. Bruvac, the Grand Eloquent, is the mill commander. He is the mono blue mill yeah. commander. He doubles your mill, but he's in this set where it's I either have to choose between spending fifty dollars on a single card or burning well, 125 well, to, be to fair, maybe pull one technically jumpstart is not out yet a lot of these prices yeah, are going to go down that's true that's yeah. true here's the issue is that and honestly i don't know how i'm going to feel because if the prices go down a lot that means mm-hmm. people were buying this and that yeah. makes me sad if the prices don't go down at all then that means that this set should not have existed but now there are just good cards that are still very expensive. So I think one of them is better for my wallet, but another one is better for like my soul my and soul. my spirit and my brain <laughs> as a person. But like, you know, if, and who knows, like I said, if, if the prices go down and that's what I'm hoping, I will not buy this for 125. If this drops to a hundred, I might pick it up. I might pick it up and I will let you guys know if it was a waste of a hundred dollars. <laughs> And if it was just yeah, like I, um, the exact opposite of what I wanted, but I'm not going to spend more than the corset box for 24 packs that are no, technically I would one not. card less I would per pack than a regular booster. Hey, I um, I really like Tiny Bones though. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess real quick. It's good. I guess real quick. Um. What's what's everybody's what's everybody's I... favorite new card from Jumpstart? Yeah, I because. Because, uh, interestingly, there is a uh, rogue-themed uh, pack of the Jumpstart. Uh, Tiny Bones is not in it. Tiny Bones is in the discard one, but it is a skeleton rogue. And, like, actually, legitimately, it's I think would be a good discard deck commander because... Um, oh, for people not looking, for one black, one other, you get a 1-2 skeleton rogue. At the beginning of each instep, each instep, if an opponent discarded a card this turn, you draw a card and you lose one life. That's pretty nice. If people are cycling and stuff, you draw a card. Also, the thing that I think makes it pretty nice is for two black and four other, Mm -hmm. each opponent with no cards in hand loses ten life. I think that in a discard-focused commander deck, that adds to the commander. A problem that happens in discard decks is you make people discard, then they don't have any cards in hand, and then your deck's thing doesn't matter anymore because people don't have cards in hand, and Tiny Bones mm-hmm. lets you just dump mana to make people lose a bunch of life because you have succeeded. Yeah, it gives you a it, it actually gives you a payoff to that deck archetype at all. I think that yes. my problem with Tiny Bones, and it's also the reason I don't like Nyeth, and it's also the reason I don't like a lot of cards that are kind of being <laughs> made now, mm-hmm. is yes. that... Mm-hmm. The default way, it seems, that Wizards likes to potentially make new commanders is do archetypal theme, draw a card. And that's just kind of yeah. what they like to slap on to stuff. Naya mm-hmm. is just, hey, you fight, you draw. draw a card. It's Everything is card advantage. I want other things. I want just like, because it oh, wouldn't even be like good if they Vicus as money. Oh, like game of life. No, I'm just saying, yeah. like, let it do something cool. Let let fight yeah, trample. Yeah, yeah. Let fight hey, trample oh, yeah. over. Give oh, me something yes. like that. That's the shit a, that I crave. I a don't blank, just draw like, cards? 
like a black white commander in this set that made them discard cards, but it's every time a every time like an opponent's an opponent had a card hit the graveyard, you gained a life. That's really cool. That would well, fit I, if you did it in black white. That fit this. Card. Wait, is there is there a thing that does this? Like if it was um something something with this card, but then if they can't discard, they like mill a bunch. Like turn it That'd into. That'd be really cool. That'd be really you, cool. You, I would love to. Yeah. That's a perfect Demir commander. I love that. Yes, that's a great yes. idea. But you don't get to draw a card, and that's that's <laughs> that's what we do here. That's what we like doing. You do thing, yeah. you draw a card. That's what's up now. I would say out of this, if I'm just going on new cards, I'm only going to care about new commanders. Well, I mean, I do care. I do like some of the other cards, but I mean, the big ticket things for me here are the new manders. Um, and I mean, I really like, um, I like there, I like, uh, the, the pair that stick out to me in this set that I really like are, I like Sethron, Herloon General, and Zerzoth Chaos Rider. Just, they are tribal commanders to tribes that don't really have, they don't have tribal synergistic legendaries. So like prior to this set, and I mean, probably continuing with this set, cause I bet you the card's going to be too expensive for people to buy. But <laughs> if you wanted to build Minotaur uh -huh. tribal, you built Rakdos and you built Neheb just because Neheb is a legendary Minotaur. Ah. And that's kind of it. Sethron yep. has a really good tribal focus. He's a cool looking card. He has a flame and hammer. I just think he's a neat Minotaur centric commander. And it's like he does. He just it's tribal commanders are always going to appeal to somebody. That's just kind of how that mechanic works. They're easy people pleasers. And he's just perfectly serviceable. Now, I think he's going to be uh, prohibitively expensive for no good reason because he's in this set. But <laughs> I feel like that card mechanically is very cool. Zerzoth, I don't care about as much, but I just like that there's a nice devil commander for people out there who care about devils. I, um, um, I think uh, I think Sethron looks like he's dancing is the thing to me. Oh, he's absolutely <laughs> cutting a jig and that's yeah. and that's on a hundred. Um, yeah. I, and I do like I like the cycle. I like the thriving cycle. I'm a player oh, yeah. who plays a lot. The I play thriving a cycle. Lot. I love thriving cycle. He, he, here's the oh, thing about the yeah. thriving cycle. One, it's the printed at common. They are in mm -hmm. every single one of the five is in every pack, mm -hmm. and they are in the pack that is of their color. And as someone who plays three color plus almost exclusively, yeah, they are a really good tap land option. That lets you just kind of, especially for someone like me who I break down and retinker and rebuild and build new decks all the time, not having to keep uh, swift water cliffs around of like, oh, uh -huh. my red blue deck, I need to have a tap, yeah. I need to have this red blue tap land in there. To just have a suite of cards that can slot into any deck to fix color, I really like. And the fact that I any of the, like, like the zombie deck or the the um, the reanimation deck and jumpstart are going to have different rarities, but every single black deck is going to have what is it thriving more in it. it means that I think yeah. these are going to be attainable price wise, and so for players who want that mana fixing, they are just going to have good access to these cards. And I like yeah. what they do; they're not overly powerful. They um, come in tapped, but they're just good. They're good options, I think. I, as I an idiot, I'm a little less enthusiastic. Oh, yeah, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah, I was talking about me being an idiot. Um, when I first saw <laughs> it, I was like, what? well, it taps for two, but it doesn't gain you life like the other ones. It doesn't give you scry like the Theros lands. This is just worse. But then I thought about it and realized that it's really good for all those reasons that Drew said. Um, so the point being, I guess, just me talking more about how stupid I, would, I am. I would say if... If I if if they had called me to to consult on these cards, which they did call me just not to consult about them, uh, I I would I would have liked these to be non basic lands, but have the land type in them, and still come everything else stay the same. They still come into play tapped. They still have you choose the color, all that kind of stuff. They don't do anything additional. I feel like that would have given them enough power that they would be like good options in any given deck without giving them. You would only give them one type. Like they would only have the type. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, they would well, only see, get the one. So point, like at that point, it'd be yeah. really good, though. I think at that point, there'd I mean, be so yeah. many things it, it would interact with. I think with. that the idea is that yeah. for these to just be better than your average tap lands, I, yeah. I don't think yeah. they needed to be that crazy, especially because we just got three land type in Ikora. <laughs> we got a triangle. Yeah. 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 And especially because well, these, these are, are legal these in are um, Historic. Yeah, these are. these. Okay, yeah, and they're going to hit other things. And, and like, so yeah, this, like, yeah, these are common. But this is my thing, is that mm -hmm. 
because of how this set is put together and how this works, do you really think that these thriving lands are not going to be at least like a dollar or two more than they should? I, I do not expect them not to get, not like big scalp. I don't think they're going to be like, hey, $10 for these. But I think that these are probably going to float around the $3 range always. I oh, you think so? I, the thing is, I don't. It's 24 packs a box. I mean, sure. Uh, Here's my thing is, uh, is I don't think I don't think they're going to get up there because it's in a given deck as like looking at them selling as a single card. If I am buying the land, if I'm buying the deck and I'm building like Niv Mizzet Perun, these are strictly worse than cards that are like 30 cents. If I already know the deck I'm going to build, these cards oh, are yeah. specifically only good for people who maintain cubes or tinker with mini decks over time. But those aren't the like at that stage, like if they are cheap, I will get them, but I probably won't get them just to have as like toolbox I think cards. That these for are going to be fans. like really good in three, four, five color decks. I, well, I, I was going to say they're only for that. They're only for three or more colors. Yeah, but so are like the Trilands. <laughs> oh, yes. Be- Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's for five color decks? City of Brass. <laughs> <laughs> Cards that work yeah. with a more intense mana base go for more money because of that. Yes. I think I think I think my biggest thing is I I I mean I'm not a finance guy. This is actually this is gonna be a blind spot that I do have. But my biggest thing is I think that when people are looking out for singles for decks, with whatever they're building, I feel like these are not gonna be at the top of the option for any of those. I think, I think if you're um, building a five color deck, you have other ways to just hard fix that don't require you to have a land come into play tapped that you will choose over these. And that yeah. I what, would believe what would land that comes well, in tapped would I choose? Would you choose over these? Uh, temple, temple or shop? Uh, yeah, the option are of still just tides. one colored. This is just what? too flat. The temples are good, but I would probably have them both. The choice, the choice is so powerful. Yeah. You got a hand well, that, of a mishmash mm-hmm. of stuff, and you get to just get the color you need yeah that's insane i think i think as as also not a finance guy i think my guess is that um yes these are going to be expensive um because the sort of people wait are you the most of a finance guy don't you sell cars oh i'm out of the loop i'm so out of the loop um (laughs) i mean like out of us three but then yeah (laughs) i think the the sort of people who are going to be buying boxes of jumpstart um just uh sticking with the things i've already said sticking with the theme of me being really mean i think they're going to throw these in the garbage and so there's going to be a short <laughs> i think they're going to just be throwing cards away left and right because they don't care or know any better um well, because they're thing, buying jumpstart isn't yeah if this set isn't being bought off of the off of the racks then mm-hmm. you, there's not going to be a very big surplus i don't even know if this is a print to demand set i don't know if they've said that or not or if because of how things are going with like you know, COVID quarantine and everything that they're just kind of sending it out there, hoping for the best possible, possible. I I think, I think where I land on these is that it like the thing that I, I do think will keep their prices down is just, it's if I'm looking for lands and I already know what my deck is, I will probably choose other lands over these. But if I'm trying to build a collection, these are lands I will keep an eye out for. So they're like, they are i these are the like these are the kind of lands that you buy when you're right next to the checkout at the grocery store because they're there and they're not ridiculous but they're not the reason you go to the store in the first place i think is where i land on the thriving lands people are going to be throwing them away because they're so stupid if there's only one snickers bar in the world that snickers bar is going to be like 50 bucks yeah, that is true. because of because of dumb dingoes who are wasting their money on Snicker bars <laughs> or taking them and throwing them straight in the trash, the Snicker bars are going to be expensive. Yeah, they're open up their snack start packs and they duel in their case. I want to. I think. I think. Um, I want to go ahead and apologize to um anyone who <laughs> listened to this and have bought a box. I I am primarily joking. I'm enjoying being mean on purpose, and I mostly don't mean the things I'm saying. So I am mostly sorry. I also don't mean it. I just truly, I guess, and this is the issue, is because I drafted so much Mystery Booster, and it was (laughs) so good, just so raw good, 
and it was almost impossible to get a dud box because the volume of good cards in it and because they would print things at their normal rarity demonic tutor was in the like just in the two black cards <laughs> slot you could get yeah I ha- i'm holding on to it uh-huh. right now saying you know what you almost paid for my entire box and then i also had a perforos and a bunch of other really yeah. good garbage mm-hmm. it was insanely mm-hmm. good and then this comes and then this thing rolls up on its tricycle <laughs> <laughs> Just, and it's honking that, its horn. Do you think that Jumpstart could ride a tricycle? No, Jumpstart <laughs> is sitting in the parking lot waiting for somebody to help get it up. We already discussed it. It's called Jumpstart. <laughs> Got him. Oh right, yeah. Oh, oh, oh God. Uh, I mean, I, didn't... I, I want to, and I think it's. Uh, I mean, we we've hit, we've 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 really oh, real beat quick this horse. Uh, to Bruce, I, yeah, I did not expect us to talk about Jumpstart as much as we did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was really expecting us to talk about corset more because you know but then we then we started thinking about jumpstart um real quick um yeah. of course obvious for me uh Bruvac, the grand eloquent is my favorite one here it doubles mill yes i just well, yeah good thing i did i want to make sure we got that in and i mean i i think i think to pro to pro con jumpstart and man like it's i I, I in general like to, even if my ultimate takeaway for something is just like, it's not for me, I don't like it. I do like to be a bit more even handed, but genuinely for jumpstart, while I think the idea is at its core neat, I just feel like it's such a for nobody set that like at least at the end of the day, because I don't think this is going to be something that appeals to new players. And that's not even, we we have not even gone into the fact that it releases day and date with a core set, which is entire design is around bringing new players in. I don't know. I don't know in franchised players who this appeals to from both a price perspective and a value proposition perspective, because it's value it's in, in franchise players like playing draft. They like playing constructed. They if they want to play smash up, they probably play other tabletop games that are literally smash up and we'll just play that instead. Like, I don't see who this appeals to it's priced and it's rolled out in such a way that I can't even like in core 21, it's built and it's designed to be a draft experience. I have no interest in drafting it. And I still bought a box because I wanted to gut cards from it. There were so many things in it. I wanted to play, but it's just, I don't get that from this and I don't, get who it is for like i don't i don't get who who will buy a box of this and at the end of that experience say that it was a good use of their money to have spent it on that time somebody who gets rise of the dark realms uh crater hoof behemoth who pulls uh, exquisite like the person who gets the nut box that's that's who's gonna be and they'll say you know jumpstart was actually the best good. i just and the thing is like with with that person and it's this is gonna this is kind of the problematic thing for wizards it's at that point i would say just buy a lottery ticket like if that's going to be the only way you come out of jumpstart with a positive experience, just literally gamble like, <laughs> and so you don't have to try to like flip a card for money afterwards to then feel like you had like a good use of your time and money on it. Well, there was a, um, there's a theory that's actually floating around um, that, that people are saying that jumpstart got changed midway through design um, yeah. because they, because the arena team said, Hey, we want to put jumpstart on arena on arena and we want to make these cards legal for historic. And then, so in doing so, you know, it's why some cards had to be changed and also why it's kind of lining up in such a weird way with corset and everything of just why it seems a little bit more muddy mm-hmm. than I think it uh, really was supposed to. What do you think it was the, supposed the, to be originally then? I think it was supposed to be just, I don't know, but I feel like and when I look at it, everything feels a little wrong. Like, like with the lands thing, I am yeah, positive oh, that at yeah. the start of that, they're just like, oh yeah. And each pack's got seven of these. And then somebody up top said, well, hold on now. Probably just <laughs> one. Okay. And then said, oh, okay. Duh. Cause you know, they have a design team, mm-hmm. but they were probably, yes. because this isn't a mainline corset. There were probably people who kept pitching in things and then, like, they were, like, halfway through something. And the arena team says, ooh, 
you know, it'd be great if we could get this on arena. It's just like, well, does this list make sense? And they're like, eh, no, no, maybe we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get it. We'll get it figured out over there. I'm sure that we can come up with something. And then like, by the end of it, their baby's a horrible, disformed monster, but they're still the parents. <laughs> they got to tuck that thing in bed every night. So oh. do it. <laughs> I mean, it, it just, it just kind of like, I just come away from it seeing like so many obvious different choices that could have been made that I feel like would have made it just eons better. Just, it would have made it just like so much better. And none of those changes were decided to be made. And so it just, uh, it just leaves me in a spot where I'm just. Well, see, yeah. Cause actually, um, at, at one point before I before I really knew how it all worked, and maybe I'm still wrong about how it works, but I was thinking that like there were going to be probably a lot fewer themes, and then there would be like mm-hmm. this pretty large pool within each of those themes. So mm-hmm. even when you opened a pack and were like, "Oh, this is a uh, one of the mill uh, boosters," you would not know what in that pool you'd get. Well, there, yeah. for some of them, there are. Like, there's the minion packs, and oh, there yeah? are four different versions of the minion theme. Are, okay, so there's four different versions of each? Yeah, there's... No, of just certain themes. Uh, uh, what? Huh? <laughs> there there uh. are common, uncommon, and rare themes within Jumpstart, so your chances no. of opening a rare... <laughs> No, 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 no. It's so much worse than I thought. (laughs) You might open a pack that, you might get a box that has like, you know, maybe four or five minion packs in it and Uh not get any of the rare packs. Uh, Yeah, that's been a thing the whole time. Oh, I don't, I I don't, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't want to talk about this at all. Ah. All right, well, that's good, because we're approaching two oh. hours. Um, yeah. So I yeah. Think that that's, him saying he wants to stop, I'll respect oh. it. And it's just I'll, thank you. time as any. Thank you. Thank I'll, you. Yeah, I I'll really also respect that. that. Um, this oh. has been Demonstrate the Loop. Um, what do you, if uh, you're out there listening to the whole thing, um, how do you feel about Core 21? How do you feel about Jumpstart? Please, if it's positive, let me know. I want to yeah. have some positivity the thing is, in I my don't want to be, because yeah. I don't want to sound like, I'm not excited about sets. I'm a very passionate magic person and jumpstart seems so yeah. uh, anti what magic is representative of the creativity of deck building. Um, the on the spur moment of drafting individual mm-hmm. cards. This, this seems, <sighs> it seems so far off from what magic is. Yeah. It yes. seems like so. But, but again, if, if you're excited from it, if you're building one of the commanders, one of the new legendaries that's out of that set, uh, what are you building with it? Um, if you have the flip-flop, if you hate 20, Core 21, but you love Jumpstart, let us know why. Because, mm-hmm. uh, oh. again, I would love to just read some positivity on this set because, man, I, I cannot find any in my soul. For it's, that got set tiny bones, it's got tiny bones, though. It's got tiny bones. It's got tiny bones. It's got Sethron... So I mean, we'll probably get a cool. We're gonna get a cool episode of Commander Clash out of that. I mean, that's always positive. Um, Uh, But yeah, like as we always say, we have demonstrated the loop. I move to instep and concede. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Goodbye. Thank you.